Hey everybody, welcome back to Sizing Up. It's your boy Jack the Spec. Um, so this episode is gonna be a little bit different. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of what's going on, but recently there has been an incident within the foot fetish community dealing with the scammer. Um, so me and Pog have decided to come on and do a quick podcast to just really detail what's going on. Um, just to give you guys a premise, so this foot model, block her immediately, she goes by Goddess Teresa one on Twitter. Um, I think it's Goddess underscore Goddess Teresa. underscore Teresa okay. one. Yeah, so basically, in short, she scammed someone out of $800 during a session. So this is supposed to be a worshiping session, if I'm correct. And basically... From what I understand, uh, what happened was there was going to be a worship session. Well, it was a tickle session. But then she said that she would like to tickle him as well. And he, he agreed to it because he's a switch. And so that's how he got tied up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then she just up and took his money and she's carrying on she's carrying it on as if nothing happened, which is pretty mm-hmm. well she did respond and put like her story in there, but then after she did that, she's just, you know, business as usual. Doesn't seem like it phased her at all. <laughs> um which is- how are you gonna be traumatized and say you you're feeling unsafe, but you're out here you know saying oh i'm booking my next session and you know shout out to my sponsor and the person who uh got you know scammed oh yeah she says she's like on going on to another city now and somebody sponsored her for that and you know which is ridiculous and my whole thing is one like it, it goes back to this fundamental issue of, of you know, just just overall community. Like you got to be able to have some sort of some form of trust between you, the client, right? And mm-hmm. The thing I hate the most about this is it just makes everyone involved look bad, from the models to clients, but more so on you guys because it's going to make people hesitant to do business. And, you know, you see this all the time in a lot of communities, especially when it comes to customs and everything. Um, Because there have been times where I've seen, now this incident that happened, it happened in the foot fetish community, but I feel like it, those, our two communities blend together a lot. So I feel like it spreads to us too. And my whole thing is that we see Mm -hmm. Well, there's yes, families everywhere. everywhere. Um, and I think there just needs to be a way to get the word out there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, like, what I think, too, is, like, you know, as, like, you know, people in the community that have integrity, like, it's kind of our duty a little bit to, like, spread this word, you know, and, you know, try to protect and warn others in the community that are good people, True, true. Um, because my whole thing is like, because this happened in within our community not too long ago. Do you remember 
um, when Giants' shout-out was informing everybody how um, he got scammed recently. Do you know about that story? Oh, I don't know about that story, no. Okay, so, yeah, this one's a bit crazy. So, Giants' shout-out, um, who's an awesome, like, he he promotes a lot of the models in our community, really, and he's, right, he's I know him. you know, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. So, basically... In short, he was scammed by this uh, model called Phenomenal Phenomenal underscore Giantess. Do you remember her? Uh, I think vaguely. Okay. Um. So basically, um. In short, he bought a custom from her about a month ago, and. You know, mm-hmm. he was waiting, he was waiting. You know, it's been months, there's no timeline. And he's saying, like, hey, if you're not going to make the custom, can I have my money back? So he paid for the custom right. uh, received before he got it. So after a while, like I said, never mind, just, uh, you know, just money back. And then shortly after, he kept saying, hey, can I get a response? Are you going to get my money back? Are you going to make the custom? She blocked them. Oh, classic scammer move. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why verification is so, so important. Like, right. usually as an editor, when someone says, hey, can I edit, can I, uh, you know, get a preview of what you're going to make before I pay? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Like, um, usually what I do, I know it's different for how everyone goes about it, but to ensure that me and the client are working together on a uh, custom that they want, I'm going to go ahead and send them a snippet. I'm going to put my watermark over it so they can't save it and then they get away with free content, you know, and just say, hey, this is what you're going to be getting. And we go yeah. over verification and then say it's all ready. It's a snippet. Here's a preview whenever you guys, whenever you're ready to do it. As soon as you send over the money via whatever, you know, Cash App, PayPal, etc. Um, you know, you can just you'll get it. And I usually send it within the you know, as soon as I see that hit my account, you get it within the next two, three minutes. So I think the thing is like there has to be some sense of goodwill between both model and uh client and content creator have you ever come across that i don't think you have because i know you're very reputable um reputable and you do good work and you do honest work but has there been instances where a client has tried to uh squeeze money out of you or try to you know get free stuff or anything of that sort oh yeah i mean they try to get free stuff from me all the time but um you know, I never send anything without payment first. I do kind of suggest if they are like hesitant about sending me money first because they they don't have that relationship with me yet. Like I suggest like maybe buy something small, like buy a picture or, you know, like a smaller clip or something um, just so they can see that I'm like true to my word and stuff. And that's not to say because this girl like Teresa, she was doing like honest work, too. But then she apparently scams certain people. So that's kind of hard. I mean, but it's always kind of the risk that you take like in this industry, you know, so it's like you kind of like and then they can. I don't know. It's just 
you kind of maybe have to like kind of watch a model for a while. And I do know like there are some clients that they won't buy right away, but they'll like watch a model and like kind of see her vibe for a while before they do anything, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you do have to take a risk. It's just, it is how it is. That's just so hard in this industry. Yeah, definitely. Cause the thing is, um, like the thing about, I guess, sex work in general is like there, there, there is always going to be a risk. You're absolutely right. There's always going to be a risk and it, it absolutely sucks. Like, I hate that this happened to, I, I hate that this happened. I'm trying to get his name right now. I believe it's um, Ticklish. Fantasy? Yeah, I, I'm, Tickle I'm fantasy? on Twitter right now. I'm just trying to make sure I have my facts straight before I continue talking. But yeah, so like he goes into detail about what happened to him and the fact that she's going on about this, like, oh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. And like, you have evidence that you screw this guy out of his money like well and it's like her story does not add up and she looks really bad like <laughs> her her details are not adding up and he has like the receipts he's saying like even the hotel workers were like saying that she was acting sketchy so yeah i mean and he's got like his cash app thing where he gave her money and like why would you go online and be like def- like you know, doing like calling out a model like this if something like that didn't really happen. Like that's like a traumatizing situation. Yeah, and oh. that's that's eight hundred dollars of hard earned money that he worked for. Yeah. And and then he and then she's saying that he only gave her three hundred, but he has a cash up thing for six hundred and then he said he gave her two hundred dollars cash because he didn't want to withdraw all that cash because he was in a different state. Right. And I believe he said he was saying he didn't want to get taxed for anything. And I no, no, no. he was saying that she didn't want to get taxed. She originally wanted him to pay her all cash. Oh, but cool. she was saying she didn't want it on the cash app, but he ended up um, sending it there anyway. But he said like something different in the subject line because she's saying she doesn't want to get taxed because now this year the government is being like stricter with the payment apps and stuff, but I'm sorry. Like if you're getting more than $5,000, like on a payment app for a year, like you need to be reporting that shit. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, it's crazy. And the thing is I've seen, like, I don't see how her page is still up. Like, like. Yeah. She hasn't lost any followers. That's what's mind blowing to me. And here's the thing, like, I know the word simp has become such a big, like, thing in, like, general society. Right. But, like... Yeah. That's what they were talking about on that big Twitter discussion, too. Yeah, like... They were saying, like, um... Well, yeah, there's, like, certain people that are simps and, like, they can't be helped, but, like, a lot of them... Like, apparently she has, like, a whole army of simp minions that follow her because they're just, they don't see her doing any wrong. But then they were also saying, too, like, a lot of these um, foot models, they go into these sessions thinking that everyone is a simp just because they like feet. 
but that's not the case. Yeah, no, I, I think the thing is, and this is a stigma, I think for both um, foot fetish and giantess fetish, like, I think they come in, like, I remember I had this one experience where I was, I followed a model, right? And she instantly called me, you know, nice to see you, foot boy, bow down to me. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I, like, can we get some sort of rapport before we delve into that? Like, I get it, but I think the thing is, if you're coming in this community, there has to be some sense of, I have to, I got to remember you're speaking to an actual person, an actual human being, and you got to have some sort of uh, awareness that, like, come on now, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, and also, like, if it is, like, more on to, like, the BDSM side of things and stuff like that, um, you know, there is a whole thing about that kink to where it's, like, aftercare or even, like, pre, I guess it would be, like, pre-care. I don't know what you would call it. But, you know, where you're, like, setting up boundaries and everything, and then you're, like, going into the actual kink side of things. It's it's kind of like a role play almost, you know? And they, you know, like, on that discussion, they were talking about, like, a lot of the clients, like, they don't like to just go into sessions right away and be dominated. Like, they want to have, like, some conversation before, you know? <laughs> so a lot of models aren't getting that. That's the weird part. I like some people, even though, yes, like, and here's the thing. I hate, I hate it because like, there should be some sort of, oh, like, I want to get to know who I'm working with and who I'm interacting with. There has to be some basic level of that you would think. And like, there are some people who unfortunately, you know, they're going to go in here thinking with their dicks and there has to be some sense of yeah. like logic there, but if then you're going to have an army of simps like Teresa has yeah. somehow, which blows my mind. And yeah. like there are people still saying, "Oh, I'm definitely gonna you know fly out the seer and I'm gonna still buy her content." And like it, like you, there has to be some yeah. sort of accountability. So, oh my goodness, um. Yeah. And now she's saying she's not going to do any deposits. She said no deposits for her upcoming she's trip. She's not going to? No deposits. Well, and that's what, like, a lot of them were saying, too. Like, is she even going there? Or is she just posting that? Like, well, I guess she's not getting deposits, so there wouldn't be that. But um, well, then they were saying, like, <laughs> she might have not even had a sponsor. She might have just put that, too. And she this had like so... a giveaway thing that was supposed to, the winner was supposed to be announced oh. on the 29th. She still never did that. Oh, yeah. 29th was literally two days ago. Yep. Right. <laughs> but it was like $20 an entry. And they were all like, that's another scam. <laughs> Scams everywhere. Yeah. She's going crazy with the scamming. Um, and And that's the thing I see so much. Like, the thing I don't like, even on Instagram, that is, which is even more strict than, you know, 
the bird app, but um, mm-hmm. I see it. I see it in comment sections so much, where there are. It's almost like they're mindless zombies in a way. And I get it. If you mm-hmm. want to show your appreciation for a model, which you should, because you know you guys are putting out awesome content for us, and you know. I I feel like it should be some sort of appreciation to show that hey I love what you're doing and I would you know love to support what you're doing, but I, I think the thing is what's affected me all day because I'm literally coming off work so <laughs> so like when I saw this and when I saw it highlighted it and I'm thinking and it maybe really reflect on the community at large because like I feel like there's a lot of like mindless zombies in the comments that will give disingenuous models a sense of entitlement that they think they can have with everyone else. And if you encourage that bad behavior for one, she, the model is going to think they can do that for all. And like, it's so weird. And actually, now that I think about it, she tried to DM me not too long ago. Really? Well, I've done SFS with her, but I didn't know that she was her because she goes by a different name on Instagram. Yeah, you said she... I mean, I blo- I already forgot. It was exotic... Uh... It's exotic.selena and the, the O and exotic is a zero. Okay. I didn't know she was even on Instagram, so she... Yeah, she wears a ski mask. So she's running... I mean, she's yeah and then there's um on that twitter discussion they were saying that there's her mom that goes by like mummy something and she has like a mummy like rap i haven't seen her though so like i don't know she's just on i mean this is crazy um i don't know and she's apparently in the navy too so like if this police report gets you know investigated and stuff that's not good for her. It's not, but she's <laughs> carrying on as if, you know, nothing. Right, I know. That is crazy. I, uh... All right, yeah, that that's crazy. I, I, I really don't understand. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. And, like, um, somebody I was talking to, they were like, well, everybody handles trauma differently or whatever, like, saying, like, she could maybe be, like, legit about it, but I'm like... If as a woman, if you went into a situation where you like were meeting up with a client like that and you were feeling unsafe and had to run out because you were so unsafe, like mm-hmm. I just don't see many women just being like, Yeah, like Miami, what's up? I need to go out and unwind, like tweeting that. Yeah. No. <laughs> like I thought when I saw that, I uh I, I swear, Paul, I I literally saw that and I think my brain just like was having an aneurysm. Like Yeah. I mean I understand everyone handles trauma differently, but I feel like you would at least be like tweeting about your situation if you're gonna be on social media. Like and she didn't she like was kinda like nonchalant about the whole thing. Very nonchalant, as if she <laughs> didn't care and yeah. I uh I here here's one thing that also blows my mind. Um, 
so she did i i'm going through my dms now on twitter and she did message me um <laughs> so i guess she noticed one of the edits we made and she uh yeah the ones you? that we made together yeah oh, so what she say so she starts off the dms by saying and i quote this is march 7th this is march 7th, 7th. she said hey jack this did you know that i summoned you that's literally the first thing she messages me. What the fuck? and i'm like wait wait a minute no and i said i'm like you summoned me question mark and she says yeah now you're in the dms and i'm like okay so i think i did roll with it for a little bit i said yeah your feet are nice your, your feet are nice you have nice feet this end of third and she's like yeah do you have any other kinks and fetishes and i said i just have a giant descendant and a foot fetish that's it and she says are you open to explore and i didn't message her back so I'm wondering if that was the start of her <laughs> trying to bait me. Yeah, and I bet she does that a lot because she has like other tweets that are like, I don't say, I don't like, somebody sent me, the King of the Badlands sent me something that was like, she was like, I don't ask, I just demand or something like that. <laughs> She's literally like going into, that's crazy. It's nuts. So if she, now, I got, I'm gonna have to let Batlands know too um, about that interaction because, you know. Oh my God! Yes, please do. Because probably wild. Thought, yeah, I I didn't think anything of it. I said, okay, I I'm not. I, I feel like I know where this is going, and I'm I'm not interested. I just didn't. I thought it was weird the way she came at, just trying to talk to me in the first place. But uh, that kind of <laughs> just you know now here. And, um... I don't know if you've seen, I think he was talking about it a lot, but other people I've seen have said stuff about it too, how some models charge for their IG page. And she has in her Twitter bio $5 for IG at. <laughs> That's what serious. it says. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and that's the thing. I, uh, I guess my whole thing is like there has to be some sort of good faith and that's the hard part and like mm-hmm. like how are, how have you felt like just like this whole entire day like going through this because like i've been it's just it's really just like messed with me today in terms of how i look at the community and like i i think because i well yeah I mean, like, on that note, it's just, like, it's sad because a lot of people are not believing him. But there have been, like, you know, a lot of good models and stuff that are, like, coming, you know, and, like, spreading this information. But I feel like a lot of people just kind of look the other way, which kind of doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, it it doesn't, especially if you have a voice or a following. And there are a lot of mutual accounts that I have that follow her, and they're not saying nothing. And that's what's infuriating yeah. me. Yeah, um, I don't like that either. Yeah, like, and here's, yeah, I like, we have these platforms and we should be able to do good with them and, and somewhat. Because mm-hmm. if you have these followings, I mean, what's what's going to hurt with you trying to, you know, point out someone that's scamming in the community and what, like, in that Twitter discussion, right. you're, like 
you got to realize that this is just not affecting them. Now, if this gets seen, people are going to be like, how can I trust any model? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then also that guy is probably not going to want to do sessions anymore and support the models. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I don't want. That's what I really don't want. That's the last thing that needs to happen is that this starts to become a stigma where it's going to be hardball between both client and models. And I don't think that helps anybody. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like there was one guy on that discussion that said that, you know, scamming has been going on for a long time and, you know, foot fetish modeling has been going on for years and years and there's always been scammers like this and stuff, you know, so it has to come down to also like the client protecting themselves and vetting the model doing their research and everything too which i mean he might have done that like you just never know but um i mean that's also a lot a lot of money though (laughs) like and some of the other models they were saying like eight hundred dollars like that would have been like a four-hour session you know like that's a lot of money (laughs) yeah like it, it makes you wonder like like there are some things i still have questions about like do we know if do we know, like, well, there has to be something more. Because one thing I'm really interested in that I'm surprised no one has, you know, brought up or said, like, what were the exact terms of the session for it to be that high? Like, I'm curious, because it, it seems like after reading it, like, how did, I, I'm wondering how. Well, I think that that's just kind of like her standard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were also saying like you know as models we need to do our part to like learn self-defense or like make sure we have something with us that you know like a taser or whatever um or like a bodyguard like a friend that comes with us and make sure that like we're safe but the client too if you're doing like ties like that you know make sure you learn how to like undo them you know also which i mean it's really sad like i hate to be like saying that he should have done more but who knows, like, the full details of everything also. That is true. That is true. Um, I think the thing, I think the thing is that you're, I mean, there's so much that's, like, still circulating because, yeah. I mean, this literally, did this happen just yesterday? Because I know, because I heard about it this past Saturday, yesterday. Yeah, I think it was, like, two nights ago that it happened because it wasn't last night. It was, I think it was, like, the night before. Because I know there was, like, smoke being, like, brought out about it. But I didn't think it, it didn't really blow up until today. And now. Right. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at, you know, messages right now. Here's someone calling her out. Um, basically, and I quote, um, she says, there's no such thing as getting out of a situation that you feel is unsafe. Because you are implying that he was more unsafe at a hotel in the room where they come by on a regular. I put myself in danger and take precautions I feel are necessary. Hindsight, there's better ways to handle it all, but don't regret it. And then, then this is where an entitlement comes in, which makes me upset. Me knowing that I only meet with people who want to meet with me and I vetted. This situation, this was a situation where I felt unsafe. With your logic, you're one of the people that I don't even know yet you're communicating with. So you should be on my side of any, if anything. 
And that's what she was saying. That's what she was saying? So when you get called out and saying, you're basically saying that you you felt safe going there to meet up with him if he sent you $800 of his hard-earned money. But when he put himself in a position to where he was going to be vulnerable and tied up against a mm-hmm. bed. Right. Yeah, that's where it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Like, like oh. make it make sense. So you're telling so me... That, was, that was her reaction to people saying, how did you feel unsafe? Right. Yeah, I feel that like was... that did not make any logical sense to me at all. What? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm trying to like, this is some like big brain stuff you're trying to force and it's not working. Right, she's like trying to manipulate the shit to try to make herself look good, but literally it doesn't make sense. Exactly. So you're telling me that you left this man untied. So this man lets you tie him so you can get this session going. And then at that moment, you're like, oh, I'm unsafe. After he's bound to a bed that you left him in. Yeah. But he had to yell for help for people to come get him untied. Yeah, that's like that's damn near a, a hostage-like situation, man. Like, like yeah. Well, yeah, what she did was a crime, though. Like, yeah, she could definitely be held accountable. Okay, oh, yeah, that, as far as I know, yeah, as far as I know, you basically, I, I can't think of the exact felony name for it. I can't. It's not going to come off the top of the head. Um, I see we have some people joining in. So if you want to speak, hit that button and I will let you in. Um, But I guess my whole thing is like, you're saying that you were unsafe only after the fact that he tied you up. As soon as you know he got your money, as soon as you guys agreed the terms of what the session was going to be, you flat out, and and I'm intrigued to see, and if the, if the hotel's working with him and the police to get this out, She's screwed. I don't care who or what she thinks she's going to do. And now she's saying all these things. Yeah. Oh, no deposits. Oh, like you're no. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb. It's, this is the like. Well, and also like the, the fact that she's like, oh, no deposits. Like that kind of makes her look even more bad too, because it's kind of like she knows that she's guilty. Right, like, you're admitting this. Like, I'm not sure if it's not clicking in her head, but yeah, you're admitting that you're in the wrong, but you're out here like... You're, like, out here living life, like, living life like you're golden, and, you know, you didn't do anything, and it's all sweet. And Yeah, no, I looked at her IG story last night, and it was, like, her drinking Patron like in her hotel room with the city skyline and she's like blasting rap music and like dancing and showing her feet and stuff um that doesn't seem like you just were in an unsafe situation like if you feel unsafe like you were fearing for your life like unsafe doesn't that mean like you like you are fearing for your safety of your life right so like that just doesn't make sense to me (laughs) It it doesn't it doesn't and like, and then feels like there's more information coming out by literally as we're talking, like more receipts are being brought up and yeah. you know, this is just a crazy thing. And like, like 
I, I guess we can get into one detail that I think is important. Um, customs. So in my experience, I'm not a model, obviously, but I do provide content. Um, but when you're doing a custom for somebody, the thing is, at least with me, I want to be able to get an idea of what I'm making. And I want to try to get it done because they're paying for a service. And I feel like it's my priority and everyone else's priority who's a content creator that you should want to get their custom done in a orderly amount of time. And, you know, and if you can't, you just say, hey, listen, I can't do this right now. I'm not going to charge, like, my whole thing has been, I'm not going to charge you until I know I have it done. Right. Yeah, I always, um, I try to get it done in a timely fashion. If I know it's going to be a few days, I'll say, like, I'll have you pay, like, a little bit closer to and try to get it done, you know, with within a day or two from that time. And, it, you know, I'm always, like, annoyingly, like, communicative about it because I'll be like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, I'll start filming at this time or whatever. And, you know, I know some people are like, don't worry, like, you know, take your time or whatever. But I just want to make sure that they know exactly what's going on so they don't, you know, feel some type of way about it. Exactly. So you, you don't, you go through the process of not ghosting them and just, you know, right. Cause I know some people are, and I, and I understand there's two sides to it. I know some people are like, I need my money now before I do anything. And that's, yeah, honestly, well, I would, if they don't, if they're not comfortable paying full price, then I would ask for like 50% at least because I just wanted to like, be able to, to like know that I'm being paid for the work that I'm doing. I don't want to go through the work and then they ghost me, you know? <laughs> and that's the last thing you want to happen. Go yeah. through the work and then you get ghosted. Yeah. But I don't mind doing like 50, 50%. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a decent handshake and you know, it's a halfway agreement and you know, it's, Ooh, it, it's a tough business out here. Um, because we, because I, I mean, I just hit my year mark doing this, and you know, within being in it and doing content and making content and providing a service for people, I don't want to start to have this narrative where I don't want to develop the narrative, which is why I had to take a step back because this really hit me in a point where I'm like I really want to be able to really just think about how I can make a difference and still do content that I love making but how can I be how can I contribute in ways other than making content what can I do to make this community better for other people and people who are you know followers fans buyers not just you know for me like yeah it's great getting i mean i mean i'm sure i mean i'm not gonna sugarcoat it a lot of us aren't or a lot of us do like you know making content and getting paid for it not wrong but you gotta have some sort of sense of morality some sense of wanting to contribute in a way where you're able to have a good following and you want to be able to give back 
Like, get in what you put back into this community. That's what I firmly believe. And to see someone doing this, I'm just sitting here like, there should be no way where I could see myself just doing that to a person because I'm entrusting their hard-earned dollars and I'm asking for support. And... Well, yeah, and that's um, another thing they were talking about that's kind of interesting in the discussion on Twitter. Um, they were saying how a lot of these, um, well, first of all, you know, models, a lot of times they will do like, you know, quote unquote, free sessions with some photographers and stuff and trade for the content and all that. But then there's these people that are paying them like legit money and that's what you're going to do to them. And then a lot of times the tickle, the people who like tickling, like they're not asking mm-hmm. you to like jerk them off or anything. Like they're some of the sweetest people in the community and they get treated like the shittiest. Yeah. Not fair. Some people are actually genuine and, uh, you know, and I, oh, yeah, yeah. like, and here's the thing that also makes me mad. Some people are like, why are we giving her attention? And, you know, all you're just doing is you're still visiting her page. And, like, well, she has to be held accountable. Like, no one's doing this to give her. I mean, yeah, yeah. I get the you're radioactively giving her attention. But, like, there has to be some sort of accountability. The more visibility that's out there, that that's how you get the people who are scamming. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get taken down. Yeah. Like, if you can't see that, yeah, yeah, you're giving them attention, but you want, it's the attention of negative attention. That's what you want to do. And that's, and you just want this to be some way to stop someone who's going to keep doing this. Um, She was in my neck of the woods not too long ago. She was in Chicago, like, two weeks ago. So I think that's also why she tried to hit me up, too. So I'm, like... Oh, wow. (laughs) And I'm, like... I, I I'd hate to wonder how much he was gonna think she was gonna, you know, try to do. Like there have been models that have great, basically. Like I've had my experiences where models were like, "I want eighty dollars for a thirty second edit," and I'm like, "Wait, you want what? me to pay you eighty dollars?" Now I'm not asking for That's like a five minute custom for me. Yeah, like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure, like, wait, so you want me to pay you 80 bucks for 30 seconds of footage? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That I'm editing? It's only 30 seconds. It's It doesn't, it's, sir, no, like, you have to, there has to be some <laughs> level, of, and that's the thing I also don't like, like, what sense of entitlement do you have to think that you can come on here and just ask an editor to overpay for 30 seconds of content that you're just that. Right. And I don't understand why they do that to editors. I mean, I get like some people are fishing for free content, but like they're editing something for you. That's like enhancing your content. So exactly. It goes both ways on like how we collabed. We both got, you know, I'm still pumping out content on my Patreon from stuff we did all the way back in February. And so then that's the thing mm-hmm. about collabing, which gets missed. And I think what where some models think they are the ones who like, you're both getting content. 
and like and like it feels like when they come to you like I have one experience that I declined and I'll tell you so we're gonna go back on that one so there was this one model all the way back in let's go to October of this past year so she's like hey I like your content you know make some awesome stuff can I get an edit and I'm like yeah sure um you know how long is it do you want any sort of uh what what do you specifically want to do with it I said oh well I'm gonna get it shot in 4k and you know I think you can do some cool stuff with it and like yeah that's cool so how um so yeah just let me know when you send it you can send it to my email if the file's too big for instagram we go from there and she's like okay well my time is uh you know my time is i you know my time is very precious to me unlike some other and i'm like oh my god i'm just like please don't do this i said surely she's not so i'm like "Uh uh-huh go ahead and she's like so i'm gonna have my boyfriend shoot it for me and i'm gonna need you to paypal him 35 dollars i'm like how long so i'm like all right let just make sure i heard this right um how long is the footage like he's like oh yes just a 30 second um sorry 30 second clip of me squishing a tiny i'm like (laughs) i'm sitting here like um no i i can't do that i i said i'm sorry um i I I make these customs daily. Daily. Mm-hmm. Um for some insight, a 30 second clip can probably take me an hour or two. My time is precious too. If anyone knows me, I'm going to school and I'm also um working full time. So yeah, my time is precious too. But I'm not gonna sit here and justify for myself paying $35 for 30 seconds of content, that's not going to take me that much time. What entitlement do you have to think that you can just, then plus you're getting the, you're getting the file as soon as I'm done with it. It's for you. Yeah. Well, and also like, you don't come to somebody and say like, I like your content, you know, can we collab on something and then say, Oh, I'm going to charge you for the con my content. Like, no, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, I want you to make something. Pay me. Like, imagine if somebody did that to Nike MD. He would block them in a second. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) If someone did that to, oh, my goodness. The audacity. I know. Like, the gall. The, like. Well, like, when, when I went to him, I was like, hey, do you charge for edits? Because I saw, like, how good he was. And I was like, yeah, he might, like, you know, charge for his stuff. So I asked him, you know, like, I don't come at him like, hey, <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. It's just ridiculous. And like good editors, editors, uh, yeah, yeah, Xavier, it, it's, it's nuts. I like, I just wanted to do an edit. I just wanted to do an edit and I really I mean, if you wanted to come to me for an edit, that's fine. Like, I always tell models, hey, listen, we're making work together. So I'm never, I'm never going to charge you. Never going to charge you because that's content for both of us. That, that's, Mm -hmm. that's content for both of us. And I would figure. Well, 
And I think that, you know, everybody does things differently, but as long as you respect the other person and how they want to do things, you know, um, but it also depends on like your level of where your content's at and the following you have and the demand that you have, you know? Oh yeah. And that's the thing that, that you have to earn, you have to earn that recognition and mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm trying to go back cause I've been doing this for a year and, and you've been doing this not quite a year, but you're getting there. It's, it's yeah, probably like nine months or so. Nine months out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, cause I remember how we both started off because we've shared our stories multiple times. And the thing is mm-hmm. you have built yourself up to where editors are wanting to shoot with you. You put in the work, you built a following and once you did that, that's when editors were coming in and really allowing themselves to really, you know, work with you because you developed as a content creator. And when you did that, you had goodwill. You get, and I've heard nothing but good praise about what you do. And that's and that's how it's supposed to work. I remember. Oh, thank you. When I first started just doing video editing, I was terrified um, because, like, I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to produce to the level that I like, like micro or colossal collages, and and like I didn't go into this thinking I could, you know, have this be a profit. But when your peers are telling you you can totally do this. And I said, all right, my whole worry is I want to make sure I'm doing this for the right reasons, for the right people, and not just because I'm getting money from it. I want to be able to uh, um, just be able to make worthy work that people are going to enjoy. Because I've had this fetish for, and, and, and that's another topic we'll get on, but right. I've had the giantess fetish, foot fetish around the same time for about 16 16 years so i have a love for it and i don't want that to be diluted by this content game ever i still want to find personal enjoyment for myself i still want to look at this as if i'm a fan and i feel like that's the thing that burns out a lot of people who get into it and when i uh now there have been like there's this one foot model three months ago that entered and just put up they didn't even think about how they wanted to go about you know showcasing their feet and they were lazy about it and i it's not like you got to be able to if you're going to do this there has to be some sense some sense of commitment now i understand we all have our personal lives outside of this this i mean i started going to two posts a week um, I know I just saw your tweet saying you're going to step away and not post for today. Cause. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't posting like this weekend cause I felt like it was kind of like slowing down a little bit right now anyway, but then this all happened and I just realized that I had tweeted like a bunch of stuff of like stuff that people were saying about it. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to put like a clarification, like I want to use my platform to highlight this right now. So 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh... but um, on what you were saying though, like a lot of times when it takes me a little bit longer to do customs because like what I do for my job is manual labor. So a lot of times like I am really exhausted, like when I get home and it will take me a little bit longer because I don't want to just like put out like something, you know, where I'm not really putting an effort into it and it's not good content for people that are actually paying like, you know, a decent amount for customs, you know, and I charge a little bit more because it does take a lot more effort for me, like because of my job and stuff and to take the time out to like film like a five minute custom, it takes like maybe at least two hours, you know? So I want to like make sure that it's good content that I'm giving them for paying that money, you know, like I don't want to just put out something lazy just to fulfill the order. Right. And you want to make sure your heart's in it. Right, yeah, for sure. And, and if you can't do that, then, I mean, what are you doing? I always say it, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bullshit the content, then why are you here? Like, do you, yeah. you really want to be here? Do you, how genuine, how genuine are you about this? If you're in it just for the money, you, it will show immediately. Immediately. And there yeah. have been models out there that are trying to be like the amount of models would there there are models out there that would kill to have the engagement the following the amount of work that they get from fans and it sucks that someone can log in half-ass it and get a following immediately and and that's the thing like yeah for sure and you know what makes me almost hate being a fellow tiny so sometimes i know i mean yeah i get it pretty face pretty feet you want to buy of course but you can't go in here being like oh, pp hard money you can't do that it's just uh that, that's literally <laughs> how i think we are and i yeah but i think like some people are like <laughs> but it's not the whole community it's not the whole community um, but that's what my whole thing is like brain dead zombie. Like it, as long as, yeah, as, long as sure. dicks getting more like, I look for people that aren't like that because most mm-hmm. of the time, like they're not gonna appreciate you as a human being. So um I look for the people, you know, that are like you and like that actually take the time to get to know the model and like I would rather sell to them all day, you know. Right, exactly. And it's like I tell people before, like, if you're, if you really want to, you know, build a rapport with a model, you want to get to know them as people, like, mm-hmm. remove the aura of, oh, God is so giantess, like, remove that, step back. Recognize you're talking to a person. And that's a two way street. Yeah. When you do that, that's going to open up conversations, you're going to get a sense for what a person is like. And then you can start going into conversations about content and that's when you can have those conversations and that's when it'll be more meaningful. And I feel like that communication is so, 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 so important. Cause like a model yeah. will take advantage of you and then you're going to want to blame or well, like, Oh, I gave her all my money. And I'm like, well, you, you put yourself in that position, buddy. I can't, I can't sit here and defend you from just looking because you're not looking at them as a person. You're looking at them as 
someone that can fulfill your need and once your need is fulfilled mm-hmm. you're done or you keep coming to them and that was an unintentional pun just realize what i said um <laughs> um but yeah yeah keep going to them and then you want to victim then you want to play victim when you get done wrong which is not right but at the same time like what Teresa failed to do here or who knows because it seems like she has a history of doing this yeah I mean I don't know about like other sessions but it came out like like with customs and stuff that she wouldn't fulfill yeah it's it's wild um like and the thing is she's don't listen to jealousy people oh my goodness i'm sorry i'm i just got tagged in some i just hang on (laughs) everyone's talking about scammers when everyone's gonna put these two on blast and yeah everyone's everyone yeah so there's starting to be some traction because a lot of other models that have been accused of scamming are starting to pop up so this has turned into a big frenzy and which is good which is good which is good i i'm happy to see that i i want like sometimes to be your own homies in the community and i'm just looking and i'm like oh i know that model (laughs) shame um but yeah no it's crazy um and the thing that happened to uh giant shout out when he was messaging me he told me that um Instagram actually delisted his story about him getting scammed. Yeah, he put a whole story of what happened. Oh, what? And then I'm like, yo, what happened to your story? I thought you posted it. He's like, Instagram took it down. And I'm like, do you think she uh, reported you? I said, I forgot he said what the reason was. I'm not sure if it was because of bullying and harassment. And I'm like, wait. So... When you called her out on her bad behavior and let the masses know, she's like, yeah, no, I'm going to shut that down so I don't get in trouble. And, well. and that's the thing. And she disabled her account and she, um, it was phenomenal underscore giantess. Um, but yeah, so they they got taken down and this just needs to be a standard that needs to be enforced in the entire sex work fetish community, you know? It definitely <laughs> yeah, needs to be sure. happen, and this is what makes people afraid to buy content. Like, we we need to protect each other. We We can't... I don't want this to ruin what the community is for everybody, whether that's giantess fetish, foot fetish. I don't want this to ruin the community for everybody, you know? Yeah, and I hope that it doesn't, you know? Um, I feel like a lot of us have come together to spread the word um, and, you know, just kind of learn from the situation. But, you know, I hope it doesn't scar people too much. That's That's what I'm also worried about. I don't want yeah. this to scar people to the point where they feel like they can't, uh, or they feel like they can't trust. Um, yeah, Xavier, you have a good point. Yeah, Instagram is probably one of the worst platforms to do this. 
I mean, but at the same, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Instagram. While while we're on that topic, they are so squeamish for things that are not physically like our fetish. Primarily, is stuff that is not possible. There's no way. Yeah, but you know what's weird is like Instagram allows more than OnlyFans now. Really? Yeah. You know the Giantess Avenue, um, the new trailer they had with like the witch trials? They were allowed yeah. to post that on Instagram, but OnlyFans took it down. Yes. <laughs> and they've taken down a lot of my Giantess stuff. But it's even harmless. I mean, God, I mean, I always well, it's joke like the that. just insinuating violence, though. Like, I know, I know. It's like it's all art, but like they're they're becoming a lot stricter. Like a lot of times, I'll tell because I just had a guy ask me about a custom that was kind of intense, and I I'm okay with doing it. But I told him talk to me on Twitter. Like a lot of them, I'll tell them talk to me on Twitter because I don't feel good talking on OnlyFans now. Yeah, which is kind of messed up it's it's like this new wave of censorship when it comes to this work is starting to arise um because you remember that whole thing with OnlyFans back in like uh I want to say like back in summer of last year remember how OnlyFans is like we're not gonna allow any more you know sexual content and when they when everyone flipped out they're like oh wait no never mind we're not gonna change it but but recently it feels like they're doing it silently well, it's because they had to change their terms because of the payment processors. Um, because they were also being investigated by the BBC because they were like overlooking and not monitoring a lot of um, people on their platform. And there was like a lot of child porn and like people being posted without their consent and stuff like that. And um, MasterCard and stuff were like coming down on them like, you need to clean this up or we're not going to be a payment processor for you um and so that's why they said like Mm. there's not going to be any more sexual content but then they realized that they were going to lose like a majority of their um like you know consumers and i guess they figured out a deal or whatever if they made their terms stricter that they could continue to use them so makes sense but now but now it feels like they're going in that direction that they were planning to go in originally i mean a lot of the people were a lot of the creators were like you know make another platform as a backup because this is going to happen again apparently it's happened in the past too before so you know you can't they've proven time and time again that they're not sex worker friendly so definitely i mean which is why fans is starting to become a thing and yeah, loyal fans is another one. Yep, yep. It, it's crazy. And then double standards also. That's also a big topic I want to get to. Because um, mm-hmm. now for her, Teresa, she she's getting coddled, and I hate it. She's getting coddled. Yeah. And let this be in a other way, in a, a position where a man did it, this immediately would be sniped out. Like, like, why are we right. not having the same energy? Like, it's the proof is in the pudding. Like, you gotta, you, you can't. 
I just like why 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 are people protecting her? Yeah, I I honestly I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> apparently she has gotten some very loyal followers, but it just it doesn't make sense to me cuz I feel like if it was any sane person, you can see clear as day that she's lying. Definitely. And updates update on the Twitter front. Um yeah, there are other like models in cities that are starting a band together and say, yeah, she can't come here. So it's she's starting to get, like I said, attention in the way that she shouldn't be getting attention, but that's the goal at the end of the day. And that's how, you know, you get these bad accounts out of there. But I, I just can't believe that people are protecting her. And uh, yeah. yeah. um, But yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. Do you have anything else to add or, you know? I mean, I think we kind of covered a lot. Um, you know, I'm good with all that. <laughs> um, so at the end of the day, please just just make sure you verify from who you're buying from, and yeah. and just make sure if you're selling content, make sure there is some good faith. There's some good faith between you and the client, and right and as models it costs nothing to be a nice person mm-hmm. like just do right by people that's all <laughs> that's all it is at the end of the day just just don't be an asshole that, that's all we're saying here like in a long-winded conversation um yeah just don't be an asshole so um i'm gonna go ahead and uh pack this one up but um pog where can everyone follow you for uh your lovely content and whatnot um, on all platforms, TikTok, Reddit, Twitter, OnlyFans, I am Fiery Pogzilla. And on Instagram, it's OG Fiery Pogzilla. And as for the spec himself, that'll be me. You can find me on Twitter at JackTheSpec1. You can find me on Instagram at JackTheSpec underscore. And if you need to email me for anything, that's JackTheSpec15 at gmail.com. And... I have a Patreon, um, same name, Jack the Spec. Anyway, um, thanks for joining us. If you listened in on live, um, glad to have you. Um, thanks for being here. I feel like this is an important, you know, conversation that needs to be had based on what's been going on. And, you know, remember this affects everyone from Mm -hmm. the followers to the content creators themselves. This is bigger than any of us, any of one of us, you know, this is why we yeah. And I mean, it's like, it's hard, it's a hard thing that will probably never be stopped, but just protect yourself on both sides. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it, there's no way to like completely eradicate it, but there, there's, we're going to find, there has to be a way to put it in a way where we can chase them off the platform. That we- right. Right. For sure. So yeah, but, um, so thanks for joining for this put together hastily put together edition of sizing up, but um emergency, we'll call it an emergency podcast. <laughs> so um but yeah, so yeah. we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks and uh see you guys see you guys later. Peace. Peace.